Hey, welcome to Mad Beef, the Australian rollerblading podcast. This is Mikey Lynch, and today I'm going to talk about giving advice and feedback to less experienced skaters than you. What to do and what not to do. Um, this is the first time I've recorded one in a few weeks, so that's um, it's kind of fun to be uh, back talking about something. I guess I wait until I've got something I feel like I want to talk about and a good window to do it. Um, and I feel like I got that. I got the power. So um, uh, this is something that applies to anything in life, right? So those of you who work, if you've got to train others, this applies to your work. If you've got kids, this applies to the way you parent your kids. Although it's a little different there because they just kind of got to listen to you no matter what. Um, but uh, it, it also applies to blading. When we're in a social blading situation and we're in a position with our expertise to give other people kind of input or feedback on the way they're skating, um, we've got to learn how to do it well. And if we can do it well, they'll benefit from that and everyone's happy. And if we do it badly, they won't benefit and also they won't be happy and it all falls to bits. You learn this, nail this, and it'll work well in your workplace, in your school, in your friendship group, in your sporting team, in your family, all these other places, right? Um, okay, so where to begin? Um, well, I guess what I want to begin with is is to say there are some situations where the kind of feedback or advice you're giving um, is kind of emergency advice, and so a lot of the other things I'm going to say don't apply. If someone's snaking and being rude in some way in the park, skate park or whatever, wherever you're skating, if someone's being dangerous to others or dangerous to themselves in the way they're doing something, um, then in that situation, um, I, I think whether they want to hear from you or not, you've got to speak up and uh, you've got to say something. You still should find a way of saying it that's not, you know, there's a tone of voice that, um, that is this kind of high and mighty lectury, um, uh, sort of you're a bad person, how dare you, um, you know, that kind of tone, or just a really harsh me, hey matey, shouldn't do that around here, um, you know, that kind of tone just is mean, you don't have to be mean, you can be casual, um, friendly, assume they don't know, or um, maybe even assume they know and just don't realise that they've kind of forgot themselves and are doing something uh, that they shouldn't be doing, and just say, hey, just heads up, you didn't look both ways there, you got in my way, that could have ended badly, or, hey man, if I were you, I wouldn't keep trying doing those front flips when you're as drunk or stoned as you are, you could really clean yourself up. I don't know, you know, like there's, there's ways that you might, hey man, could you watch your, your language a bit, there's a bunch of little kids here on scooters and it's not a good look. I don't know, you know what I mean, like there's a way that you can do it that's downbeat, that's no big deal, that's, uh, you know, like we're all human here, you know, so there's that, right, there's that category. But the main thing this, this episode's about is not that kind of thing, but is instead uh, giving, helping people get better at what they're doing, get better with style, uh, get better with learning how to do something, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, now, when it comes to that, it is important to, um, uh, to ask if the person is open to the feedback, um, or maybe you give it once, 
in a, you know, so gentle, uninvited way, but then gauge their reaction, and they'll either react by by showing that they're listening and that they're on board with what you're saying and appreciative, or that they'll they'll kind of clam up and shut down and not really respond and show that they're not interested. You've got to be really attentive to that, right? Because there are times when people they just want to do what they're doing. They just want to do their thing. Um, and and they're just doing their thing. And they're, they're, they're doing it in a way that's happy for them. And the last thing they want is to have their just doing their thing turn into this kind of welcome to the dojo of you, Mr. Twit, who can't help but impart all your wise wise advice, you know, like they haven't signed up to join your Cobra Kai dojo um, of skating, and so they just want to do their thing, and to be honest, a lot of, you know, beginner and intermediate people, they don't care if they're doing it wrong, to be honest, they just don't care, they don't care if their style is what good style is, they don't care if their technique is what good technique is, they just don't care, they're just wanting to do what they do, so just let them, you know, and maybe through the, just the sheer experience of rolling and being in space and being there, we'll slowly build up a whole bunch of intuition and balance and comfort and positivity, so they'll iron it all out. And then maybe down the track they'll go, hey, there's a lot of stuff I can't do, I wanna learn that stuff. And then they'll get to that point. But don't rush them. You know, there's no moral imperative or um, absolute matter of uh, kind of public decency that means that people can't blade or skate or BMX badly if they want to. So just let them. Um, uh, and, and so, I mean, this happens in other things too. I don't know, like a, uh, you're fishing and you're, you're fishing well enough and you might catch something, you might not but the last thing you want is you know, old salty Doug who always comes to that jetty telling you you're casting wrong and then starting to sort of coach you in it as if he's like your uncle you know, um, Uncle Dougie teaching you how to fish like you just don't want that, you just leave me alone let me do it this way, and look in the same way, if a kid's calling something a trick that that's not the name for it, or they're using a term not quite right, and and it's annoying you, and every time they say it, it's oh, it's like a fingernails on a blackboard. You know what? Who cares? Let them call the trick the wrong thing. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Um, so there's a bit where we've just got to chill out and just let people do whatever they want to do. You speaking up is just going to be being a jerk. They're not going to want to hear it. They're not going to take it on board. And if they do, every time they take on board the thing, they're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because you're a jerk. And and you've now injected this splinter of jerkdom uh, into their kind of history of, of skating. You know, well done. So let people do things badly wrong, unless it's dangerous, right? If they're doing something of the technique that is just going to wipe them out, um, and there's an obvious simple little thing they've got to do. I don't, I don't know, they're, they're thinking that the key to a Royale is extremely loose boots or something like that, and you can see there's there's, there's trouble on the way. Or I don't know, you know. Then you might say, hey, look, by the way, with that, um, that could cause you trouble, you know, actually the key is this, so, you know, you could hurt yourself. You know, if there's something really obvious like that, that's fine. Um, but 
but that that's um don't be a jerk just let people say the wrong thing do the wrong thing have a good time it'll it life goes on all right you so when the when the student is ready the teacher appears that's the proverb right when the student is ready the teacher appears they're not going to want to hear from you they're not going to want that bit of advice until they're ready for it so just shut up so that's the first thing i want to say um ask say hey would you like to would you like a bit of advice on that or would you want a bit of help or you say hey look work it this way and they go oh right and then ask you a follow-up question next time they try it they check again and go hey that look that time well then suddenly you've got you've got grasshopper now you've got um uh, a pupil a disciple um and then that's cool you know and if that's what you want to do then um then you can proceed to give them feedback on that stuff um, next thing I'd want to say is um, really uh, try and describe what they're doing, not try and um, impute motives. You keep chickening out, mate. Um, uh, you're thinking about it wrong. Um, uh, stop bailing early. Um, uh, there, there's ways that you can describe what someone's doing that kind of, I mean, maybe for you as a more experienced person, you go, um, I remember what it was like. I remember there was a mind game conf- component, and um, uh, and uh, that's fine. And I can I can handle that. My my skin's thick enough. I get that. But for a, a beginner or a less experienced person, when you start describing their state of mind, it feels discouraging, hurtful, demeaning. So rather than that, instead describe the actual action as best you can to say what's happening is as you're going up you jump early or you don't lift your feet high enough to lock the sole plate on or your weight uh, is back in the royale whereas it needs to be forward over over um over your frames do you know know what i'm trying to say there that you try it it takes sometimes takes time to de-psychologize your description so that rather than saying you're chickening out, you're bailing, you're not thinking about it right, um, which sounds like a kind of an insult or a put down, instead describe the actual action. That'd be a thing. Um, another thing is be, if you're going to give people advice, be encouraging too. If they try and do it badly and fail but try, go, well done, man, that's the way, keep working at it. If they almost stick it, cheer them on with that. If they do it well enough, don't point out the minor problem and say, next time, mate, just do this slight thing. Instead say, that's that's it, man. You're there. You're doing it. You're doing it. And, and get him pumped up to, to, to do it three, four, five more times, and then those other things will be smoothed out. Um, so be encouraging. And I think with encouragement, don't just say, yeah, boy, um, but try and also describe the positive things they're doing. So, man, that time your feet were together, or that time uh, you were sitting down real low, or that time you came out of it with some real style. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, so give that that positive, specific encouragement. Um, uh, what, what else would I want to say? Um, you've also um, got to be careful in telling people that the answer to the problem they're having is the wrong hardware, the wrong equipment or skate setup. You know, you need better, different wheels, better wheels, different skates, better skates, uh, different bearings, better bearings, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, be, be careful about that because everybody's got a limited amount of money and 
time uh, to spend on those things, and if they don't have the time or the money to get something different, then by saying that, what you're kind of saying is unless you get something different, you can't do what you want to do. And, and that's a really unhelpful thing, you know? And be careful as well, because often what it is is really you evangelizing with your preferred brand, skate, you know, particularly with like wheel setups, right? Is it flat or is it anti-rocker? You know, is it big wheels? You know, all that kind of thing. Um, so just be careful. Yeah, sure, if someone's bearings are obviously terrible and noisy, um, if their wheels are worn down to death, um, if they're trying to learn to grind for the very first time on, uh, you know, sort of, I don't know, 65 millimeter wheels, um, uh, if they're riding like horrible, cheap, nasty skates, not designed for aggressive skating, sure, you might want to, but even then gently say, hey, you know what, um, let me explain to you this, 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 uh, offer them, if you're the similar size, maybe to have a go on your skates, explain to them even you know here are the shops you can contact or the ways you can go through gumtree to get this stuff so it's not prohibitively costly do you know what i mean um but be careful be careful of shutting things off to people simply to be an evangelist for your particular skate brand or um or, or setup um uh you know if you want to do it just be gentle and just say hey look you don't have to do this Let's say maybe explaining anti-rocker setup. Going, look, hey, look, you don't have to take this on board. It can be done uh, with what you're doing, but here are some advantages. Here's what's called anti-rocker, and here are some advantages of anti-rocker for learning to grind with H-block grinds. Um, it might be worth considering uh, that you learn uh, H-block grinds with an anti-rocker setup. And hey, good news, it's cheaper. You know. Uh, that you could gently say, but go, you can do it with what you've got, and if you want to do that, man, it'll take a little longer, but gosh, you'll get good. Just something encouraging like that. Or, you know, the same thing if you're an advocate of a flat setup or whatever else, you know, that, um, that, that the upside is that if someone persists with what you might consider as bad hardware, um, the upside for them is if they learn it and succeed, then um, they're going to be really good because they've learned something in less than optimal conditions. So, so just, just watch your mouth there in terms of being a, an advocate for whatever it is that, that you think is best in that area, I reckon. Definitely a thing that if you've, you've learned, um, you want to keep remembering the process through your learning and particularly often what's helpful is the intermediate thing that wouldn't immediately occur to someone as the key, which is the key. Um, so advice that people have given me about getting a the right technique for airing on a vert ramp is carving. So going quite wide and carving the ramp to really build up um, the right technique in terms of pumping the transition. That isn't immediately obvious. Um, you know, try not to air. Uh, <laughs> right up the, you know, so, so or another one is um, learning to uh, do any grind on a coping obvious or on any obstacle, learning to stall is the next step, is the first step, learning to stall before you grind. So that's not, maybe not necessarily obvious to people, learn to stall first. Or if you're learning to do something, I don't know, like a mizu stall or a mizu grind on a coping, uh, but you're not quite confident enough to get right up to the top yet, 
um, then a lot of people don't realize that actually if you bone over your foot um, so that the boot touches the transition, you can actually do kind of like a, a Mizu cess slide stall on the transition itself rather than up on the coping. And so you can start from very low down a transition, practicing a stall, even like a sole stall, uh, you know, a, 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 a macchio or a, you know, I mean, this is obviously not going to work with a topside trick, <laughs> but but you, you can, that's a little thing that you can work your way up to. Do you see what I'm trying to say there? So, um, uh, so try and remember the process and try and help people do the intermediate not necessarily obvious thing. That's a great thing. If you can remember that, that's a great thing that you can do. Um, um, try not to be the idiot who constantly, sh unless they're wanting to see you do it and see it done well, don't try and imitate the thing the person's learning to do so they can see it done right. You know, when you do your thing, you do different stuff, I think, is really helpful in terms of encouragement. So it's not this rubbing their nose in it. Um, and then a last thing, this is the final thing I had, is offered a film. I think that offered a film. Don't necessarily then do a running critique of the, the, the game tape so that you can tell them slowing it down and pointing to it, unless they want to, but just letting someone see what they look like. You know, so say, hey man, I've got a phone, or give me your phone, I'll film you do it if you like. Um, don't worry, I won't watch it with you and critique unless they want. I think that's a really generous thing that you can do, a really generous thing. Um, uh, Oh, and then speaking of generosity, a final thing you can do is advocate for the learner by actually holding up the traffic a little and telling other people nearby to go, give him one more go, give her one more go, so that you're helping him or her have a few goes in a row without being butted in by BMXs or other bladers or skaters. That can be another really generous thing so that people together are rallying together with the learner as they're nailing this new thing. As always, don't hesitate to share your own advice on the Facebook page where this gets shared, or you can comment on the SoundCloud audio as well, um, or just Facebook message me with your advice and so that we can actually be better at helping each other get better. All right, I'm going to go and buy some flour from the supermarket so I can go home and bake some sourdough bread. Um, you could, my Instagram is at Mikey G Lynch, Mikey G Lynch um, on Instagram. And I, I do put blading stuff up there, but I also sometimes put like a bit of family stuff and a fair bit of kind of cooking. And so you'll see my sourdough up there. So I'm going to get some flour to bake some bread today, as well as make some pancakes for the kids, because I think our chickens are laying eggs again, because they didn't want to lay eggs on straw, and it's only on shredded paper that they lay eggs, the fussy little things. So that's really information you don't need. So I'm going to sign off now. See ya. Ad Beef Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch, theme music by Edifice Architect. You can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.